and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8 o'clock a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Wednesday, the 28th of December, 2022. And I say that with a little bit of uh, hesitation and trepidation because, uh, well, as we all know, we're going into a brand new year. I'm ready for it, actually. I'm looking forward to getting these last few days here done and uh, out of the way so we can start with a healthy disposition. But, I mean, if you wake up every day motivated, you start with a healthy disposition anyway. So a, a brand new year, in quotations, will not change anything really. But I guess it is just a way to kind of set that mental restart, kind of set that mental refresh and plant that flag for so many of us, right? Turn that new leaf, effectively turn that new chapter um, in life. So I hope that all of you are leaving 2022 healthy and entering 2023 ready. And I know for a lot of people, perhaps that's not the case. A lot of people, uh, a lot of us suffered a little bit and lost, uh, some folks this year as well. We've had a good number or, uh, a number rather of, um, you know, moments on the show, moments of silence and, we thank everybody who has listened and uh, all the people who are who have lost someone, you know, our, our heart goes out to you very much. So um, as we go into a brand new year. Also, I want to say to all the organizations out there as well, uh, all of you great people who've been doing some good work. Aisha Saxon's here. Good morning to you, Aisha. Uh, all of you people who've been doing some great work and great organizations. Thanks for all that you have done as well. Uh, your efforts have not been overlooked they've not been missed so we appreciate that very much so Hesed house big shouts out um all that you guys have done the fox valley park district shouts out to all of you know all the good stuff that you guys have done as well uh all right so the time is 802 a.m Josue Pais is here good morning to you Josue Josue Pais is the proprietor of Harry B's dog parlor if you need to get your dog's nails clipped and all that and trimmed and teeth hooked up Go in there. Let them know what you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. Jennifer Ryan Maiden is here. Good morning, Jennifer Ryan Maiden and Norma Peterson as well. The time is 8.03. So, Wabonzi Community College is building a new career education building. Well, they're not building it just yet. It is in the uh, plans, proposals, and pipeline. Wabonzi Community College officials have approved the construction of a career education building, which will house the college's automotive technology, auto body repair, and welding programs in an effort to help teach more students skills seen as desperately needed in the workplace. And Keisha Stepney, Executive Dean for Business, Technology, and Workforce Education at Wabonzi, said that after looking at the demand in the labor market and talking with students in high school, they realized the need to expand the current career education offerings 
at the school. Interesting. The new building will not only provide room for more classes, but also more modern facilities and chances for Wabonzi to partner with industries in the area. Quote, we are bursting at the seams. Classes in the automotive technology program fill up in less than five minutes of registration opening. It's definitely an in-demand program for the college, and we want to serve as many students as possible. Close quotes. That's good news. Uh, Looks like construction is set to begin in April 2024 and will include specialized lab space, classrooms, computer labs, and a common area. All right. I like to hear that. Shouts out to Abanzi Community College. They're doing uh, some really good things. And actually, this is going to be at the Sugar Grove campus, projected to cost around $59 million. Also, Wabanzi is one of the few colleges in Illinois to offer collision refinishing and repair programs. Um, Ms. Stephanie said that while there have been plenty of new advancements in vehicles, including electric cars, uh, people still are getting into wrecks. Auto repair workers are also having to learn new skills, uh, excuse me, new skill sets to deal with the new vehicles. All right, what do you guys think about that? Shout out to Mobanzi Community College. Keeping it alive, right? Shop class, all that, huh? (laughs) Automotive class, huh? Keeping it alive, that's right, for the new generation. It reminds me of a great movie, uh, Dazed and Confused. You guys ever seen Dazed and Confused? That's a movie. That is a, now that's a good American movie, right? That'll make you feel good in in the heart and soul. Dazed and Confused, that is a, such a good movie. Tells a good story too. You know, it tells a couple of a few good intersecting stories. You know, it's a it's your typical coming of age movie. Um, but you remember at the end, uh, I can't think of the character. Remember, he was gonna go to uh, go on the college scholarship, the football, and everything. When he decided at the end, like you know what, I'm not really feeling that. I'm not feeling you, coach. It was a good movie. Anyway, the time is uh, 8.06 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Norma Peterson remembers that movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dazed and Confused, a good, a great American movie. That's a gam right there. <laughs> that's a gam for you. That's a GAM for you. All right. Um, so here's some other local stuff that's um, bubbling and going on right now. Um, so nominations... Um, The nominating period has closed, but nominations uh, were held for the Aurora African-American Leader of the Year. The African-American Heritage Advisory Board is hosting this event, which will be next year, um, and it will be on the evening of their annual Heritage Dinner. This event will honor Aurorans who made an impact locally. Um, And information to this is on the City of Aurora's um, page at the Aurora African American Heritage Advisory Boards drop down for all the other boards and uh, commissions out there. So go there, get a chance, take a chance, read up on it. Um, should be a good crop of people. So we've posted about this on our Facebook page. The flyer is still up there as well. Also, Neighbor Project and Everlasting Word Church have teamed up for a senior clothing drive going on until the end of the year. New or uh, gently used items are very much appreciated. We've posted the flyer as well. The flyer is also on the Neighbor Project's Facebook page. Um, You can call 630-906-1392 with any questions. That number again is 630-906-1392 with any questions. Both locations of 32 South Broadway Avenue and 22 North Highland Avenue can receive items. So, yeah, you can do that, too. You can make an impact in many ways. 
You can. You can. Don't be showing up with no cross colors, though. You know. Anybody remember cross colors? You guys remember that, right? Carl Kanai. Carl Kanai was fly, though. I know Josue Pais remembers that. I know he does. He grew up in the Bay. That was popular gear around and about that time. Uh, Loaves and Fishes, community services, ending hunger and transforming lives. They've got comidas, festivas, um, and distribution days. They've got a few different locations, and I don't know if everybody's aware with all of the locations that they have. Uh, Loaves and Fishes does a great deal in the community, not only Aurora, Kane County, and Kendall County, um, all over, um, but... uh, some of our local locations that they have are 1871 High Grove Lane in Naperville, 580 Exchange Court in Aurora, 151 East Briarcliff Road in Bolingbrook, 24035 Riverwalk Court in Plainfield, 271 North Farnsworth Avenue, once again here in Aurora. And uh, there's also 24600 West 127th Street in Plainfield. So shouts out to all of our listeners out there in Plainfield as well. I was hanging out in Plainfield not that long ago, and uh, I met some GAMS people out there. I met some people who listen to the show out there. Uh, a friend of mine who lives in Plainfield turned his buddy onto it. They were fixing up the, uh, it's like a, he got a Supra. I think it's like a 90-something Supra. They're in the garage fixing up the Supra. And he listens to Good Morning Aurora on the radio. And one day the neighbor came over there hanging out, you know, with some beer. He's like, what you listening to? What's this? He was like, oh, you ain't heard? Second largest city's first daily news podcast, baby. And uh, turned on a new listener to it. And I got to meet the neighbor. And the neighbor's a cool brother. So shout out to the neighbor, Dan. Word up. The time is 8, 10 a.m., you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. So uh, now that we've now that we've effectively chopped it up with the news, I got some more local things to tell you guys about. There's a whole lot going on. I even got stuff about 211 and Alice's Corner out there as well for you guys. The time is 810. Uh, now that we got that out the way, I've been thinking, you know, I, I, I just, I'm looking at it, right? I'm looking at the whole the whole big thing of Aurora, right? So you the, the big it's the big picture, right? The big picture. What's the big picture? We talk about that on this show. What's the big picture here? What what is the if I'm faced with an with adversity or I'm faced with a decision to make if I have employees to think about maybe staff right we got to do this we got to do this we got to get product for the store we got to get this together we got to balance the books tax time come on right what's the big picture i think you know next year this show will be three years old in may right so after doing this for a while now thinking about the big picture right what's the big picture and not only that aurora what's the big picture for aurora how's it looking because for two years now i've been reading to you and to the listeners just about every single thing that's going on from the pet puppy mill remember that from the vote on the puppies to 
DAC Developments, right? Right back there behind the township building. Jake's Bagels, right? Told you about the Chris Kendall market in October. Then it came, right? It's the big picture. What's the health? If we took a if we took a, a, a checkup of the city, what's the health? How does it feel? Right? Big picture. Is Aurora ready for the future? The future is always coming. Five, you know, five minutes from now is the future. But how does it feel? To me, it feels all right. You can always be doing better. So I think in two years' time of doing the news and talking about things, a lot of good things have happened, but there's some stuff that's still lagging. Still needs to be squared away. Still needs to be fixed, right? Roads that still got potholes, that's going to happen. But the big picture, I think that for the second largest city in the whole state of Illinois, I think based on what I hear and read and the people I meet and talk to who are not from Aurora, who don't live here, who may have come for something and then went back to their their uh, towns or whatever, it sounds optimistic. It sounds like hopefully optimistic. And I like to think that that's accurate, you know? I went out for a, a family member's birthday uh, to Maggiano's. I told you guys about this like a month ago. Went out for a family member's birthday to Maggiano's in Naperville. Um, and we're sitting there. We're having a good time. We're eating, right? Struck up a conversation with the table next to us, you know, and they're cool people and everything. They live in Oak Brook, grew up there and all that. You got, where you at? Aurora? Wow, yeah. Hey, they're doing some nice things down there. These people don't live here. Right? But instead of being from Aurora and going out and hearing what you typically hear, oh, ooh, Aurora, whoa, shh, here's kind of bad. Nah, don't really hear that no more. I didn't hear it that day. I mean, that's not that's not a measure of that's not a, a measure of how good or bad a city is doing. The opinion of one person, you know, is, is not statistically sound. Uh, but I do, I do think that if we're not at that new renaissance um, point yet, I don't think it's far off. I don't think it's far off. I think, it, it, you know, kind of like, kind of like a snake shedding its skin. Right? You know how they do. It's just peeling. Right? I think if we haven't shed that skin yet, it's just about off. And I think that's a I think that's a pretty good way to to enter a brand new year. I think that's a I think that's a a healthy, realistic, uh cautious disposition to have. Especially since I think with the way technology has brought a closeness and a in a in a in a, a quicker intimacy, if you will, 
with communities, I think that Aurora is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I do think that's a good thing. I think that in this in this new year too. I think that in this new year, you know, uh, I was just I was just talking to Michelle Meyer. Mutual ground. We were just talking about it, and I think that with the new year, new opportunities, and a new crop of leaders, that will propel things to even more lofty and glorious heights. Could be. Could be. The time is eight sixteen a.m. I feel like I was ranting there a little bit. I'm sorry, you guys, if I was ranting. I know some of y'all be like, what is this brother talking about? Michael Rayford is here. Good morning to you, Michael Rayford. Man Hansen is here. Jessica is here. Good morning to you. Brent is here as well, BTP. And uh, Tracy Duran is here. She says, good morning, my friends. Good morning right back at you. Get to know Michael Rayford. How money works. Hashtag at, at Michael Rayford Media. Good morning, A-Town. Yes, we are here. We are in the house. So, yeah, the big picture. The big picture. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the big picture. Mike, I hope your Christmas was good. Tracy Duran, hope your Christmas was good. All you guys. Jennifer Ryan, I hope your Christmas was fantastic. All of y'all, I hope you guys all had a great, positive, wonderful Christmas. I saw some good pictures from you guys with family and everything and kids looking oh so precious and underneath the Christmas tree. Rocking around the Christmas tree and the happy Tracy says, oh, yes, we're finally getting where we need to be. Still needs a lot of work, but at least now the focus isn't on the outskirts of Aurora. Finally, in the heart of Aurora. The time is 818. That's well said, Tracy Duran. I concur with that I do. Uh, Real quick, something for me to tell you guys about. Don't forget that round two of the Illinois Emergency Homeowner Assistance, ILHAF, is now open for applications. Up to $60,000 per household is available for eligible applicants. If you or someone you know is behind on their mortgage due to the COVID-19 pandemic, please share this information. The deadline for applications is January 31st. You can contact The Neighbor Project at 630-906-9400 with any questions. That number again is 630-906-9400 with any questions. And that's any questions, big or small. If you needed to know where to get a good beef, somebody will tell you, hey, yeah, you can go to uh, Don Walker's, right? Shout out to Don Walker's. You know what's funny? Let me tell you guys something. This is, and this is one of the things that I, I, I loved about the radio when I was a kid, right? I was always fascinated, like, yo, how does the, how does Herb Kent, <laughs> that's just me, right? Art LeBeau, wherever you grew up, right? It's the Great American Morning Show. Wherever you grew up, wh- whoever that person was, right? I always wondered, like, yo, how does he know everything? How does he know where to get a good Italian beef? And he knows where the, the blood drive is at, right? <laughs> oh man that's what did it for me man that's what made me like shake my head like whoa that's so cool i want to be the kind of guy who could tell people everything uh okay here's some more good information for you then we'll get back to the other wacky thing i want to tell you guys about healthy families and excuse me ah my god scratch it step it up step it up step it up step it up 
Okay, there we go. All right, let's try that again. It's only English. Let me try that again. Healthy Families Aurora. Um, they're offering virtual services. Enroll today. The program is free. Healthy Families Aurora is in uh, conjunction and partnership with Family Focus. They offer many great things. Weekly home visits by a caring family support specialist, doula support, breastfeeding support, child development screenings, infant massage lessons, child care resources, and family outings and group activities. How can you receive services, you ask? Well, I'm glad you did. You can call one of two numbers. The first, 630-488-6000 or 847-644-9249. Once again, 630-488-6000 or 847-644-9249. All services are free of charge, voluntary, and confidential. The time is 8.21 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. If you guys can't tell, I'm a little bit congested. Can y'all hear me? Sound a little, a little nasally and all that. Yes. Oh. You know, the, the weather's just been doing a brother terrible. Man, Hanson just been doing me bad, bad, bad. I tell you. But nothing could stop the news. You do know that, right? As one of the greatest newsmen ever, Mike Wallace, used to say, I'm just here for the truth. Okay. Um, Kane County 211. Operators are standing by to answer your questions. 247-365. If you guys are not familiar with Kane County 211, um, get to know it. It is a very helpful resource. Um, there's a lot of different things that are available in the community, and these people can help connect you to services, especially if you are in an emergency situation, not requiring police. Um, I want to say, first of all, if you are in an emergency situation, you should always call 911. But for many other human services in Kane County, um, which we will detail here, you can call 211 or text 898-211 for help. Uh, you can get help with food, clothing, shelter, housing, rent, utility assistance, counseling, substance abuse, domestic violence, sexual assault, transportation, support groups, senior services, aging parents, child care, employment, legal assistance, and health care. Volunteer locally and also find out where to donate food, clothes, and furniture. Save 211 in your contact list for future reference. It is your new free and confidential information and referral hotline. Help is available in 150-plus languages. So you can't say I didn't get the message. What? Oh, I don't understand what you're saying. Come on, man. What's your? What's your let us know. We'll speak your language, right? It's like Burger King. You can have it your way. Just this one time. Man Hansen says it feels like beach weather today. I know it's way warmer. Isn't that just strange, right? We get a little bit of, you know, a little 10 degrees, and it feels really good. I don't know what it actually is outside at the moment. The thing about down here is that we don't have any windows. You guys know at our satellite location, um, we have windows galore. It's nice and airy, but as you can see, we don't have any windows. We just have the the booth out there. But we got the Aurora sign. That Aurora sign has a special history here on the show, as a lot of you guys know. Um, Tracy Rance says, time to barbecue out there. I know, right? We can do that. Um, as you guys know, this Aurora sign has a, a great meaning. When we started recording in here, um, that sign was in like a trash heap. 
or something. I think they were going to throw it away. It, it was not, none of this was set up in any way to record anything. It was just like a junk heap in here. It was just trash and cameras and old stuff and, and cords and miscellaneous debris. Um, and that sign was among the debris, like buried. And I saw it and I pulled it out and I was like, what is this? And I was like, hmm. And they had a cord. And I thought, does this work? And I plugged it in and it lit up just like that. And there it's been. And it's part of the show. It's meant to be suspended, but I haven't wanted to take the chance of suspending that because with my luck, the miscellaneous sturdy pipe that was once sturdy, even though I think it's not that heavy, will break. That'll be the end of that. Matt says it's 60 degrees warmer than last Friday night and Saturday morning. Wow. Interesting. Thank you very much for that, Matt. You know what? I should be. Actually, that's my job, man. I should be giving y'all the weather. Um, I know the weather right now. Thank you very much for that, Tracy. Tracy said it's a very cool sign. It is a cool sign. Um, right now, the weather is 29. Yeah, it's 29 degrees outside with a high of 41 today and it looks like it'll be reached at 2 p.m uh right now it's 29 and by 10 a.m it's going to be a little bit windy it shows bring it on bro bring it on thank you very much for that tracy the time is 8 25 a.m okay so um something else that we're going to talk about today you guys um very important information Kane and Kendall counties are gearing up to implement the Safety Act next month. Um, as you guys know, the Safety Act was passed into law. There was a trailer bill that was um, signed and adopted with some language. A little bit of the language that was clarifying was the types and classes of crimes that would be um, um, that would allow for detaining. Um, so that list was further expanded. It was reported that there was ambiguity. Um, and I'm glad that that got worked out because as a supporter of the Safety Act, I wouldn't want to see anything that would scrap or stop its induction. Um, okay, so it's, it begins. Uh, Kane County Justice officials said they are pleased with the new clarity under revisions to the statewide safety act approved recently, but they are still expecting January 1st to be a confusing and problematic day as they make the first steps to eliminate cash bail in accordance with state law. Meanwhile, in Kendall County state's attorney, Eric Weiss said he is moving forward with litigation that includes a bipartisan group of 62 Illinois state's attorneys who have filed to overturn the act. That's interesting. Mr. Weiss said a hearing will be held uh, in Kankakee County with the ruling expected on the 28th, which is today. The recently approved trailer bill marks the third time lawmakers have approved amendments to the policy since Governor J.B. Pritzker signed it into law in early 2021. Proponents of the bill say it is designed to rectify long-standing inequities in the criminal justice system, including the practice of keeping defendants in jail before trial only because they can't afford to make bail. Opponents have said the law needed clarification and allowed violent people to be loose on the streets. Recent changes have expanded the list of felonies for which defendants can be detained if the state can show they're a danger to the public. 
Mr. Weiss also said, while the trailer bill is, quote, better than what it was, close quote, is still not where it needs to be. He said a large concern for him is the lack of judicial discretion to hold people who commit certain offenses and limit on how long they can be held. Now, the lack of judicial discretion. I am aware, and many of you are aware, that trailer bill or not, safety act or not, the discretion of if a guy's going to get released or get incarcerated was always up to the judge. Now, I'm not a sheriff or state's attorney, so I have no idea how lax that authority has been. But the lack of judicial discretion to hold people who commit certain offenses, I don't really know. I don't really know. I don't recall a time when judges lacked the discretion to keep people in or release them. I don't know, you know, I don't know about that. Maybe we should reach out to Mr. Rice. Hope we can get him on the show. Because I'd like to ask about that. Because that would assume, or that infers that, you know, that makes it seem like there was no discretion at all. Like, judges had a hard time already figuring out, like, uh, what's the charge? Aggravated discharge of a firearm? I don't know. Should I let this guy go, or should I keep him in custody? I don't know. Because the entire purpose of the bill is to address longstanding inequities. Not that people aren't getting locked up. It's just that people are unfairly getting locked up. So I don't know about that. But that's why I'm just your humble your humble news guy. We're figuring it out together, right? It's a family show. Um, Mr. Weiss goes on to say, quote, it's tough, especially when the Supreme Court has moved to have cases be heard quicker. That's true. The ability to hold someone for trial is important under the right circumstances, close quote. Kane County was one of three courts in Illinois chosen, chosen to pilot the bill for the last six months, which Kane County State's Attorney Jamie Mosser said has helped them get ahead of the curve. However, she still plans to come into the courthouse on New Year's Day, a Sunday, to see what she expects will be a, quote, confusing and problematic day that we'll learn from and get better at as we go through it, close quote. The time is 8.30 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We're talking about the Safety Act. She also said in the next few weeks they are focused on redoing some of the forms to be used uh, based on changes to the Safety Act and doing practice run-throughs to make sure the correct people are in place to implement the new measures. Quote, I'm trying to hire many, many people to deal with all of this, and we are not getting the greatest response, so it's been difficult. Um, she also said she's uh, looking to hire additional assistant state's attorneys, advocates, IT support, and support staff because the county has to staff a whole new courtroom for condition of release hearings in the morning and detention hearings in the afternoon due to the act. Did you understand that? Y'all want to read it again? Let's read it again. And let's go to a commercial as we read it again. The time is 8.31 a.m. Uh, she said that she's looking to hire additional assistant state's attorneys, advocates, IT support, and support staff 
because the county has to staff a whole new courtroom for condition of release hearings in the mornings and detention hearings in the afternoon due to the act. So they have to split the dock. I don't know if dock is the correct term that they would use, but on the, you know, not on the streets, but, you know, the colloquial term amongst us, people who don't work in the industry and aren't incarcerated. Uh, yeah. Because you know how it typically goes, right? You go to court and everybody's lumped in together. Right? So stealing a bike to go scrap the metal for $10 because you have a drug problem. Yeah, you're in there with aggravated discharge of a firearm too. Think about that. Think about that. Did you hear that? Are y'all listening? Looking to hire additional state's attorneys, advocates, IT support, and support staff because the county has to staff a whole new courtroom for condition of release hearings in the morning and detention hearings in the afternoon. She said she expects to see several detention hearings throughout the day, prompting the need for extra staff. Wow. Wow. That means somewhere in all of that mass of humans locked in cages, that there's most likely people who probably don't deserve to be in jail. So now it's going to take longer. And they have to staff a whole new courtroom just to start separating. Okay. Right? Who's not a menace to society and a danger? And who could possibly go home? The time is 8.34 a.m. You're listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Judge Cruz is here. Good morning to your judge. And Tracy Duran says it's a really cool sign. Oh, that's about the sign that we have, yes. I don't know if you guys have seen. Hold on. If you've been in here in the studio, you've seen the sign. There's a sign. That's our famous Aurora sign. Soon as we come in, it gets lit up. Because it's also a metaphor for, and Tracy Duran, you know this. All you guys know this. That sign is also a metaphor for us, right? And the city. It's bright. It's lit up. And as Michael Rafer said, one man's trash is another man's treasure. That's right. And I like to think that when we pulled that sign out of the trash, we gave it a whole new purpose, right? And the news has been going on ever since. That's how we do. That is how we do, you guys. The time is 8.35 a.m. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But let me, let me finish the rest of this uh, article because this article is great. Quote, the pilot program show we really need to make, we really need staffing to make this successful. The resources we have now are not enough to make this what it's supposed to be. We've been advocating for a delay in the implementation along with funding to be provided by the state. Funding is a big issue, and let me tell you why. A lot of police departments in the state of Illinois don't have money. Did you know that? So for a lot of them, a lot of them are upset because they're like, oh, we got we to gotta upgrade to cameras and this and that. We don't have the money for it. And they didn't. So there's that. Um, 
the amendment provided funding for the public defender's office, but not for anyone else in the process. So we're just trying to make the best of it at this point, quote, close quote. With little response to the job postings, um, State's Attorney Moster said the burden is falling on current staff members. She's worried they will lose staff because of the workload and also because they are unable to compensate the workers as they should. Let me tell you this right now. If anybody on this show, hold on, what you looking at the sign for? Come on back, Coach Ray. There we go. Um, if you want to do something good for your country, you should join the state's attorney's office. You heard it here. You heard it here. If there's anybody you know who needs a job, um, it's I don't know the website right now, but we'll post it. Um, anyway, uh, leading up to next month. Mr. Weiss said Kendall County is focused on making sure law enforcement officials are trained on new protocols. Uh, he said they are preparing to see more cases filed concerning those who are out on bond or those who will be released pre-trial. Right. Kane County Sheriff Ron Haynes said this office is already positioned with body cameras, enhanced training, and policies that meet the act's requirements. Quote, I am pleased with the criminal law clarifications in the latest trailer bill. And the view on the new law is prospective, meaning that jail doors will not just swing open on January 1st, close quote. That was the quote of the year right there. So for all of those people saying that it's going to be the purge on January 1st, don't take it from me. Take it from the sheriff of Kane County. The time is 8.37 a.m. Is that 8.37? Yes, it is. Good morning, Aurora. Lights the way for Aurora. Absolutely. That's how we rock. That's how we rock. Thank you for that, Tracy Duran. You know how we do. We are just trying to, we're just trying to do our part, right? Because we all have a part to do. You do know that, right? Democracy is not a spectator sport. You know, I like to think this is, as as I've mentioned many times before, this is, this is Radio Free Europe. For any of you guys who are familiar or historians or love history like I do, especially World War II history, remember, all of Europe was occupied. France, boom, right? It was all occupied. But how was the resistance going to stay alive? Well, what they did was little underground radios, radio stations, right? One in Holland, one in France, communicating with the most primitive of means, right? Sending messages, boop, 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 right? Sometimes a little Morse code, or it would be disguised. Oh, yeah, today is a nice sunny day outside, and the weather is fantastic. Okay, fantastic is the code. Get on the trains. Then you line it up for the Germans to come. Blow it up, right? That's what Good Morning Aurora is. Patriotism, baby, comes in many different forms. Okay, uh, before I got distracted by history i was going to tell you guys about something that's equally as important as important our friends of ser central states jobs for progress incorporated it's a proud drop-off center for the aurora area interfaith food pantry and marie wilkinson's food pantry food donation list is here that i have for all the things that they are looking for the drop-off hours are monday through friday 8 30 a.m to 5 p.m and the location is 31 West Downer Place, Suite 208. That's the Aurora Business Center, that big brown building that's right across the street from Treadwell. Um, go in there and donate. Here's the list of the good things they're looking for. Canned vegetables, canned spaghetti sauce or other pasta sauces, canned tuna, 
canned chicken, canned beans, um, canned fruit, peanut butter, packaged pastas, oatmeal packages, cereal boxes, boxed potatoes, canned ravioli, bags of beans, chicken noodle soup, dessert mixes, stuffing mix, vegetable soup, and applesauce jars. If you have any of that good stuff to donate, if it could be of a benefit uh, to anyone, please donate it. Let the folks know about it. Give it up. If you're not eating it, pass it off to somebody else. Somebody else could use it. So let's do what we can. I don't do that anymore. I mean, I, I do do that. I do donate food, but I used to do that, you know? Just had a bunch of cans that I didn't want or something like that. Just goes bad, and then once it expires, throw it away. Don't do that, man. Donate that. Somebody else could use that. So that's just a little helpful hint from your favorite local radio host. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hungry now, Josue. I'm hungry too, man. Matt Hansen says, democracy is a verb. That's right, my dear brother. That is right. Democracy is a verb. And we got to do everything we can to protect it. Um Get to know Alice's Corner, located at 37 West New York Street here in Aurora, 630-299-3247. This is a wonderful Bolivian restaurant. Now, you guys will probably say, well, wait a minute, Curtis. Didn't you do something? Hold on, Curtis. Scratch it up. Didn't you go do it? Yes, we did. We did do a great food review video at Alice's Corner. Um, That's on our YouTube and our Facebook page here. Uh, That was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um, tried the food, tried the empanadas. They were absolutely fantastic. I had the steak sandwich. It was on point. Uh, but they got a lot of great food. Steak, chicken, ham and cheese, spinach and cheese, and uh, straight-up cheese empanadas. Milanesa ham and cheese sandwiches. Um, then we got quinoa salad, beet salads, and bean salads. Uh, the dishes are great. Milanesa and eggs. Uh, bife de chorizo, or chorizo. Coreana, I think it's steak and eggs. Asado then de olla, uh, majadito, tamales, stuffed yuca, plantains, potatoes, arepas, um, steak and rice on the side, flan for dessert. So they got a lot of good stuff. Go in there. Hold on, let me let y'all uh, let y'all see this. You guys go in there and uh, check them out. You know, let them know what you heard about it here on Good Morning Aurora because this uh, it's on fire. It's really good stuff. Okay, um, so what are you guys doing for New Year's? You guys got any plans? If you don't have any plans, you should come by Tavern on Broadway, 24 North Broadway. It's going to be the place we will be with the Hangovers, one of the greatest bands to ever to rock the mic. Uh, the Hangovers will be playing um, some of their wonderful tunes at our party. We look forward to seeing you. If you are going to come to the party, I encourage you to bring business cards. We're going to do something a little bit different. It's not just going to be a, a New Year's Eve party. It's also going to be networking. So come through, bring your business cards, show up, you know, show on up, splash them, you know, get out your best, get the click clacks. Ladies, where the heels at, you know? So come on out there and, uh, and have a good time. Have a good time with us. Come, say hi, um, and just enjoy yourself, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing the people. And, uh, you know, saying hi to all of you great people, man. That's, that's what it's all about. Okay. Uh, the time is 8.43 a.m. A couple more things to talk about before we, uh, before we get out of here. Next president of Obanzi Community College is beginning the job on January 
30th, Obanzi um, Community College's Board of Trustees has selected the next president to serve after the current president retires next month. After more than 21 years of service, the next president um, will be Brian Nettle. He'll serve as the fifth president and currently serves as the provost and executive vice president of academic and student affairs. Um, so he is, uh, looks to be fully qualified for the job. At the meeting on December 14th, they officially appointed Nettle to serve as the college president. He says, quote, I am eager to join the team of talented and dedicated faculty and staff at Wabanzi and appreciate the opportunity to continue the great work of community colleges in the state where I was born and raised. I'm impressed by the college's history of excellence and inspired by its desire to become a beacon of creativity and transformation for its students, staff, and community. All right. His experience in community college administration began as an assistant dean at Moraine Valley College uh, Community College in Palos Hills, and he later spent 10 years at Harper College in Palatine, where he served as interim provost, associate provost, dean of liberal arts, and founding associate dean of the Center for Adjunct Faculty Engagement. He holds a bachelor's degree in theater from St. Mary's University, a master's in theater from Texas State University, and a doctorate and uh, in curriculum and instruction from Loyola University, Chicago. The reason why I struggled through that is because the printer, as you can see here, let me show you guys this. This is a Dell product. I don't want to diss them too bad. Look how I printed like wacky on the page. It's not straight. You see that? You see at the top right here? That's not straight. Yeah. Shout out to Dell Printers. Okay, um, the time is 8.45 a.m. So I've been having, um, Valerie's here. Good morning to you, Valerie. Good to see you. I've been having a um, a fantastic time doing the news for you guys. Um, it's been a great experience. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed all the people that we've come to meet and come to know and all the cool things that we've seen and been able to do here on the show um, and show you guys, and I want you guys to know that we're going to continue that into the next year. Um, we've got a whole lot of great things to show you guys and to continue showing you and bring up to you. Hold on. My chair went down as I was talking. See, talking all that smack and just got lower. I was like, why am my mic so high? Uh, anyway... <laughs> Um, but looking forward to showing you guys a whole lot more in this brand new year. And um, we've got some great interviews lined up, too. So learning has also been a part of the show because I've learned a lot since doing this. Um, I have, you know, I've met people in organizations. I learned the history of organizations and the different kinds of things that have taken place in Aurora. And this is a town with a lot of history. Um and we've dug into a lot. I think we have. I think we've dug into a lot of the history of Aurora. Um, so I'd like to do a whole lot more of that um, in this brand new year, in 2023. I want to capture more stories. I want to hear more good things. I want to hear and learn about more people. Um, so to that end, if you guys have any interesting stories that you'd like us to cover or learn about, you can email us at goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com. A lot of you guys who listen to the show are personal friends, so you guys know that you can holler at me about anything, really. Um, 
you can text me, you can send me a message, you can DM me, add me, ask me something, um, and I'm happy to bring it up and talk about it if we can on the show and uh, bring people together. With that being said, also, we're going to be having some uh, come to a decision. And I guess I'll chop it up with you guys. Time is 8.48 a.m. Um, we are going to be doing monthly networking events. So my goal is to do one every month, once a month, once a month networking events. I'm thinking Saturdays or Sunday mornings. I'm thinking like 11 a.m. to noon or 12.30 or something like that. Um, so I hope that you guys, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, I hope that you can come on out to our networking events. What do you guys think? What's a better morning for you? A Saturday morning, a Sunday morning? What do you guys think? I'm also thinking about doing it like the first Sunday in the month um, because I kind of want to roll it in. We had a good time on first Friday. Now I'll go to first Sunday um, you know, networking event. And try to start something. I want to keep the momentum going. I'd like to, I'd like to, I would like to make a, just a community collective. Even if it's not even a, I know, well, that's, there's already a networking group called Community Collective. But I, I didn't, I meant to, you know, you know what I meant when I said that, right? A continuity, I guess. That's what I like to do. I'd like for everybody to keep the ball rolling and, and keep things going on. One of the things that makes me happy doing the show is when I hear people go other places and meet people because of Good Morning Aurora. I like that. Like, that makes me happy. When somebody goes to your store and they're like, yo, I heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. It just happened. Um, well, the Road Home program. I don't know if you guys were listening to that episode. Somebody watched the first episode that we did with them. The person lives in California. I said, hey, my husband is having some issues, called the Road Hole Program, got in touch, and now there's a veteran getting assistance. That makes me happy. So if we can, that's what I want to do, man. I want to keep it going. You know, if you came out to mix and mingle over the weekend, well, maybe Saturday morning, Sunday morning, come on in and, and network with us. Um, Mike says, I'll buy the coffee. We appreciate that, Mike. Saturday. Okay, Michael says Saturday. Jennifer Ramin says Saturday. Valerie says, there it is, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. to noon 12 30 and then i think each each day or um, each meeting will have a, a guest speaker so there'll be a different guest speaker each time so the first guest speaker um and if you come there you can be a guest speaker so it's not right just bring your business cards and then maybe we'll talk and maybe you'll be the guest speaker for the next one but once a month i could commit to once a month and that's the bandwidth that i have to do that um so get ready Get ready for those, and we look forward to having you guys come on out to those. We want to see you. Want to see you at the at the event, the networking events. Yeah, no. But that's the reason why I put this. That's the reason why it looks like this today. You see that? It was all a plan. The bigger picture, right? What's the bigger picture? Everything that we're doing. How money works. Harry Beast. Leland Hotel. Whatever you're doing. Zen Loft. Right? I could just look down. All of you guys are involved in something. Right. Creating a community. Michael Rayford. Right? Bring it on out. Bring it all together. Bring it all together. It's like a human gumbo. 
We're against cannibalism. But you know what I mean, right? Bringing them all together. So that's what we're going to do. We started off doing them. You guys remember, Notisa Mimosas was a thing. But we had to respect the fact that Mr. Hogan did not want to work on Sundays. And I feel him. You know, my dad told me that, too. He was like, I worked for 60 years just not to work on Sundays. So I understand that. But that's why we're going to do it on Saturdays. Something new. And we're going to have a rotating location. So one day, it might be here. Might be. Yeah, now. Maybe we'll be here. We got room in here. It's a whole studio. Give you guys a tour. Maybe we'll be at our satellite office. Maybe we'll be off-site. That's one of the things I'm happy about. We've been blessed. We have partners and colleagues and folks who want to help us do things. Folks who want to help bring people together for the combined benefit of everyone. Hey, Curtis, I got a little hall here, a little space, but nobody's coming in. Oh, you do? <laughs> well, how about that? Guess what? I need a place to hold a, a networking event. There it is. So, I think that, and I think this is probably where I'll end today's show. The time is 8.53 a.m. Listen to and watch a Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city of us, Daily News Podcast. Sunday morning is church. That's right. That's a fact. That's a fact. Right? You cannot go to, you cannot go to your pastor and like, yo, where you been? We, we missed you at, at church. Oh, you know what? No, nah, I was at Good Morning Aurora and all that. <laughs> no, we'd like to stay on the good side of the clergy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, you know, a lot of our friends who are believers, a lot of our friends of faith. Come on now, you know. You know, we support that on Sunday too. Everybody. So, yeah, Sundays are for church. That's right. Saturday it is. The decision has been reached. Um, okay, stop cannibalism. <laughs> Hashtag stop cannibalism, right. <laughs> uh, we got a sound for that. Right, that was good. Um, anyway, but um, so um, what I was saying was this about the big picture and everything. You know, I want to, I learned something too. I learned a lot this year as I go, as I, as an individual, me as a person, as I, as a human being, go into a brand new year. I've learned a lot. I have. I really have. Um, my cup runneth over with new experiences, empathy, right? Knowledge. My cup runneth over. Um, you know, I always thought when I was young, right, I always thought that you, you had to be, you had to be involved in the industry or do, you had to work in the field to really make that change and discovery, right? You, you had to, you know, you had to be a scientist to make the greatest, the next scientific discovery, right? You had to be a professional trained actor to land that part on the blah, blah, blah. You had to be accredited member of the blah, blah, blah to forge or you had to be a, a restaurant executive to open a restaurant. And, you know, that's 
one of the most liberating things that when I when I stopped thinking like that, that's when my mind opened up a little bit more. Because the people who do things that are great, they're just motivated people. If you're trying to make a scientific discovery, then it helps to have a background in science. Sure, yeah, right. But don't you can't get you can't you can't get stuck about you can't get stuck thinking about what you don't have. And that's the message I've been telling people a lot more recently. And that's enlightening like for me as a as a human, as a man, as an individual. Like that's what right now as I go into a new year as an individual, that's what I'm telling people. Like because people ask me now, like people ask me more stuff, like more people ask me for my opinion. I think, Hey Curtis, what do you think about this? Like the number of people who tell me about, they want to start a podcast. It's like, Hey Curtis, I was thinking about, right. And I tell people now, like my whole mess, like just in life, Hey, I want to get a new job, but uh, I think I should ask my boss for a raise, but uh, it's like, yo, man, stop thinking about what you don't have. Your family, your relationships. Stop thinking about what you don't have. Start thinking about what you do have and build on that. Right? You know? Yeah, I don't have 10 years of experience working at ABC. But you know what I do have? I do have a friend who used to work at ABC. Right? I have the benefit of knowledge that I could ask somebody else about. Right? Stop thinking about what you don't have. Start thinking about what you do have. Try to build on that. What can you do? Right? What's the biggest impact I can make right now? Yeah, it's not me. Oh, yeah, okay, it might, it might mess up. Right, okay. Yeah, I didn't get the response I wanted, right? Stop thinking about what you don't have. Try thinking about what you do have. Anyway, the time is 8.58 a.m. You've been listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. One thing I'll tell you guys about, I'm sorry if I've been ranting to you, but that I got a lot of sleep last night. I really did. And one thing about me, some of you people know this, but, like, if I get a lot of sleep, I'm a little bit loopy, right? I got a lot of sleep last night. And it was good sleep, too. So, uh... I just want you to stop thinking about what you don't have. That's all I want you to do. Stop thinking about what you don't have and start thinking about what you do have. Think about the biggest impact you can make right now. Think about that. What can I do right now? Yeah, it didn't go right. What can I do next time? What happened? Uh it's all right. You know? Stop thinking about what you don't have 
Start thinking about what you do have. And remember to take care of yourself and each other.